Welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. Join cross-cultural leadership expert Dr. Tom Vergus as he offers perspectives and strategies on the issues affecting global leaders in the ever-changing world of global business. Hello everyone, welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. This is Tom Vergus. I am joined again by Dr. Jürgen Strauss. Hello, Jürgen. Hi, Tom. How are you? Terrific, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, the sun's shining in my window here, just like it is for you, I think, by the look it of it. It is, yes. I'm, I'm really happy. <laughs> Beautiful day today. We are fortunate. Yeah. So what are, what are we talking about today? I thought today we would talk about journaling the topic of journaling. So this, in fact, uh, builds up on the previous podcast topic, which was on self-care. We talked previously around the importance of self-care in terms of looking after ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And journaling is actually one way that is actually a very useful method for looking after ourselves, well, I think emotionally uh, and also mentally. For some people, would also say spiritually. Mm. I don't think it fits into the physical, but you know, hey. Yeah, unless you use a pretty big pen, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 A lot of uh, entrepreneurs I've spoken to on my podcast uh, have talked about journaling as as something that they do and something they get great value out of. I, I must say, I've always struggled a little bit. I, I do sort of from time to time keep a journal and I do kind of record my thoughts every day but it's it's a lot a lot of it is transactional it's not kind of, it doesn't go deep and sometimes when I've shared it with um, one of my coaches he's kind of said well you know you need to go deeper than that to have it meaningful yes how do you approach how do you approach that aspect of it to actually journal in a way that gives you insights into your own thoughts or your mindset well, I too am similar to you, Jürgen. I, I am not what I would call a regular journaler, right, or journal keeper. I've been familiar with the practice probably for the last 20, 25 years, and I tend to do it on an irregular basis. Hmm. But the reason why it's front of mind for me uh, right now is that I suggested it to someone I'm coaching recently, probably about three weeks ago, in one of the conversations I was having with him, I recommended or suggested to him, why don't you try journaling, okay? And getting your thoughts down on paper. And um, what we discovered was, firstly, it was amazing how well he could journal. Like he was able to get a lot of his thought processes down onto a computer. And it was really incredible for him in terms of helping him get clarity of thinking. He had a couple of very difficult meetings he was going into. And just by being able to write them down, write the things down, it helped make those meetings far more effective. Plus, mm. in, he shared with me some of the some of his journals or what he had been writing down, and it was extremely insightful, extremely insightful. And so I yeah. thought, wow, that is really. I mean, here is someone I've seen who's used who's used it really, really well. 
So what, what was his approach to kind of write things down, let's say about the difficult meeting that he had coming up in a way that gave you so many insights when you read it? So he kind of wrote around what were some of the things that he anticipated would occur and then mm-hmm. how he would respond to it, right? So it was like a play, you know, it was like running it through beforehand. It was like a, a yeah. preview. And because it was a preview, in many ways, it actually helped prepare him for that. Mm-hmm. And on uh, on one occasion, actually, he sent the things he had written down to the person he was meeting with, who, in fact, was a, his senior leader. And the mm-hmm. senior leader was able to read it and get his own thinking in prepared. And the meeting just went into a much deeper you know, context. And it was very, very useful for both of them. So I think that's how he did it. So I have, I've actually been journaling. So I've been journaling for the last, uh, maybe now, since I told him about three weeks ago, I've been doing it myself. Right? So yeah. I find that's what I do. I do it for a period of time and then I kind of pause. And I've tried a number of different ways of journaling. The one I'm currently using, and I've recommended this, in fact, to a team I'm coaching as well, a leadership team. And it really is a very simple way of journaling. And it just has three headings. And the first heading is, I will let go off. And you like just fill in the blanks, right? So I usually kind of fill three or four points for, for that. The next heading is, I am grateful for, three, four points on that. And then I will focus on, three, four points on that. So I find that, for me, is a very useful way, way of doing it because it keeps me focused. It's clean and it's sharp that's the way i've I've done that's the way i'm currently doing it yeah yeah i i was going to ask if if you have questions that you kind of respond to because i know that some journaling techniques have questions that basically you ask yourself each day and it might be three or five questions and then you answer those questions and and some of them are, are quite deep questions so it might be something like, what are you grateful for today? Yes. Mm. Yeah. I've done those. I've done that technique as well, where it mm. has been questioning. I've also done a free form flowing, a free flowing writing, just where you just start and you just write regardless. Mm. You just write for a few pages to see what comes out. Uh, and that is also another useful method. So I, I, there are many, many different methods of journaling and, I think for me that the key point was actually there is a level of usefulness in journaling. And I, I and one of the reasons I think it's useful for us in terms of our listener, uh, our listeners listening to this, because they are leaders and a lot of them right now through the COVID-19 situation, my sense of it, there is a level of anxiety. You know, we're making yeah. decisions it's highly stressful. Things are changing really quickly. Things are changing by the day, by the hour. You know, like the the marketplace. It's just it, it, it it's kind of in some form of free fall, free fall. So as leaders, we need to be maintaining our sense of semblance. How do we keep ourselves sane? And this is one method of doing it. Now, for some people, it will work, and for others, it won't. But again, it's just a way of getting things out of our head. Because as you and I know, Jürgen, 
when we are kind of spending too much time in our heads, it's not useful. You know, I find that when people who suffer from anxiety, a lot of it is just really around thoughts, isn't it? Like your thoughts, having no control, having no sense of control on what you can yeah. do and, and, and having a level of, you know, your thoughts going crazy and that just raises your anxiety. So at least this way, it just it, it, it helps you get stuff out of your head. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a little bit like if you wake up in the middle of the night and you've got ideas floating around in your head, and if you um, if you leave them there, I, certainly I find this, then I don't get to sleep because I'm thinking about it all night, either worrying about that I might forget it in the morning or thinking it through in terms of, okay, here's an idea. How am I going to implement that idea? Whereas if I go write it down on a bit of paper and put it aside, then I can relax because I know it's there in the morning. I can tackle it in the morning. Correct. It's, it's kind of like that, isn't it? Yes. You've, you've taken it out of your conscious. Hmm. Because many a time we've all had that great idea in the middle of the night, haven't we? And we say, oh, we'll remember that in the morning and then we'll it up in the morning and go, what was that again? <laughs> <laughs> so there. Yeah. Well, I, I had an experience recently um, with with speaking of journaling coming back to the journaling and it was a, a big bike ride i did a pretty challenging one and mm -hmm. and there was lots of stuff that happened during the day so this uh, the the ride took me about um uh what was it about six seven hours and during the course of that six seven hours there was a lot of things happened so there were you know there were mechanical issues the body was getting tired obviously at mm -hmm. times there were mm -hmm. very very steep hills and I thought oh this is getting too hard and so obviously there was a lot of stuff going on in my mind during the whole ride and I was telling somebody about the ride on the next day and talking about some of those things that were happening and and they said wow that's a really great story and there's lots of metaphors there for business and you know you could translate in some of those things and you should write it down so then that night I sat down and wrote it all down and when I read it now, it's like, you know, even I don't have an emotional connection to it, and yet I was there on the ride. It's just so transactional. So that that's my challenge with the, you know, the diary, because I look at that now, and it's just a, a kind of a like a news report. Yes. Very neutral. Yes. Yeah. You know, and perhaps, again, I think it was just a useful way of you getting it out of your head. And if it's something that you're interested in, maybe it's something you can explore further, right? I, I think it's about finding a style. If there's many, many different styles of journaling. I, so I, I think sometimes we get caught up on, is there only one way? Um, mm. But I think there's many different ways of journaling. It's about, it's about doing it. And as I, as, I, as I mentioned earlier on, it's not something I do on a regular basis. I do it for periods of time, and then I tend to stop. And then I know somehow it'll just, I'll just come back in again and I'll do it for a while and then I'll stop. But I have found that whenever I've done it for that period, it's been useful for me. So again, it's just a way of maintaining, you know, how do you maintain your level of keeping your emotional, spiritual, mental state together? Hmm. Do you find it better to actually write? properly with a pen and paper? I find, I find I write, yes. I know some people can do it with a computer and they can do it on a keyboard. I find for me personally, I love writing because it's much more tactile. So, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I find it much easier, much quicker, much faster. 
to write. Sometimes I mind map. Right? So I do mind mm. mapping because that's how I always design my programs. I always start with mind mapping. So therefore, that's just a visual way of looking uh, at mm. what I'm going to do. Okay. And you mentioned other techniques for journaling. Are you, what other ones do you know of? Well, I think mind mapping is another one. I know mm. some people um, journal by using just purely images. Other people draw. So I think it's mm. like it's all, all of them are just different. I mean, some people may, may call that more like art therapy, but I think it's just different ways of getting, again, stuff out of your head. And as leaders, going back to that whole analogy of putting the oxygen mask on ourselves, you know, we need to be ensuring that we're keeping ourselves in a good space so that we can be effective with our followers, our families, our communities. Hmm. Well, certainly, I mean, I know from even, you know, we're on a podcast here, even putting together a podcast is a way of getting thoughts out and and not just sharing the thoughts with the listener, but also of articulating those thoughts in a way that gives us insights. Correct. So that, in a way, that's what journaling is. So I know it's, it can certainly help if people are inclined to do that. And I like the um, suggestion of the drawing because we do some exercises doing empathy maps and, and I get people in the workshops to draw their ideal client on the mm -hmm. map and represent um, answers to questions like, you know, what do they say and do? as drawings but then we have them explain that drawing back to the whole group and it's that explanation that that actually is powerful because there might be a couple of stick figures then in the drawing which don't mean anything to anybody else but when that person then explains that and it'd be great I, I, you've given me an idea i have to start recording those explanations because that that's really the the journaling part that they can then reflect back on that's right yeah, good. Mm. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the value, right? <laughs> yeah. So we we certainly hope that listeners get that as well, don't they? Yeah. So we're going to ask you, what's the reflection point, right? What's the yeah, yeah. reflection point on here? Well, if you haven't tried journaling, then try it. Start it for a period of time. See how see how you find it. And those uh, three points are suggested. And and that's not my I, those three points are not my ideas. I picked it up from mm. somewhere, and I wish I knew how I could attribute it to, but I cannot remember. It was I will let go of number of bullet points below that. I'm grateful for number of bullet points before that, and I will focus on number of bullet points before that. That's just a nice, simple, easy way of doing it. That's the one I'm doing right now. I just find that's easy for me. It's, it just keeps it, uh, keeps it tight. So that's a suggestion to try. But otherwise, try something and see how you find it. Mm. And, and let us know how it goes. Absolutely. Really of course, we are interested. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Tom. Great. Thanks, Jürgen. See you next time. Yep. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on CQ for Global Leaders. To find out more or contact us, go to culturalsynergies.com.